0: I love you. Welcome back Couch Potatoes to another beautiful tech savvy and fun day here on the couch. I am the green traveler from Gorsh. <laughs> and I am the
1: faceless Leon. Uh, I don't have a face where one ought be. And this is Green and Faceless on the Couch. We're going to talk about some movies. Well, one in particular today. That's what the podcast
0: is about. Yeah, it's just about one. movies.
1: And sometimes TV.
0: And sometimes you do have a face when Agent Smith takes that's you over. That's
1: right. Uh, which is... Seen it uh, happen. If you didn't catch on, that's what we're talking about. Which you probably knew that because...
0: If you didn't read the title. Well, you age. know, sometimes, you know, people play... I'm like a weirdo. Several episodes in a row. If you... <laughs> Yes, yeah, so there's a couch potato out there who's like yes next episode <laughs> just one <laughs> there's just one of you out there who's just like just immediately just like yes, yes
1: I don't care what it is doesn't read
0: the title he wants to be sur- <laughs> yeah they want to be surprised well
1: I mean there, there's other hints like you know we did the matrix last week <laughs> oh yeah
0: yeah yeah it's true so yeah. we're here
1: to talk about if you don't follow the matrix
0: along. reloaded or as as you <laughs> called it last week, uh, in a text to me, "The Matrix we rewound." I yeah, like that. I like done. that a lot. Yeah, uh, it's good. Shit. I do think this is one of the better subtitles of uh, films we've had prior on right. the show. Uh, we've talked a lot about sequels and their their strange <laughs> subtitles that they add to particular,
1: it. Particularly the born, <laughs> the born one. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. Well, I was thinking more of the Fast and mm. Furious franchise. Uh, right. I mean, those were really those. subtitles, just <laughs> titles in general. Yeah. yeah, But, like, this one makes sense. I like it. Matrix Reloaded. That's a good That's sequel a name good right sequel there. a good sequel name, especially and, uh,
1: if you're never going to come back to it again.
0: Yeah, yeah. If this had just been the, it, if they had just been yeah. done two, that would have been nice. <laughs> but, uh, sadly, at the same time that they filmed... Uh, The Matrix Reloaded, they filmed the third one, which, that's the Matrix Revolutions. I had to look it up in my notes. I think that one is a dumb subtitle. I don't remember it. Uh, Once again, (laughs) if it was just gonna be the three of them, I think it would've been fine.
1: Because then you only got...
0: Well, I I was thinking if it was just two of them it would've been fine. It's the third one that I have issues with, but we'll get to that next week.
1: Also, it's very clear that the second and third one were made together. They're like... One big movie, yeah, really. Yeah.
0: But the nice thing is, uh, as we're going to talk about with the second one, the second one holds fairly true to the first one, and basically just becomes more of a popcorn thriller with a lot more heavy-handed exposition on their theme. Uh-huh. And that's nice. That's nice. I like that. Yeah, I'm it's, all for it's, that. it's it's a decent movie. I uh,
1: I'll say up front that I don't like it more than the first one.
0: The first one definitely. Oh, no. No Is is better The first one's great Yeah the first one like it it has its tiny little flaws But for me it's a masterpiece Like I could watch the first one so many times Because it's a lot of fun Typically when I do watch the first one I at least watch the second one And so let's let's get into it Because it's, this is shot four years after the first one So where they shot the second and third together The Wachowskis that is Love the Wachowski sisters They did a great job Both of them came back here for this one Four years later, as did most of the cast, there are some characters in the first one who didn't make it to the second one. Well, most
1: of them died (laughs) in the first
0: one, to be fair. (laughs) Uh, But yes, they have a
1: completely (laughs) different crew on the Nebuchadnezzar, the ship uh, that is
0: outside of the Matrix in uh the real world i was I was trying to focus away from revealing that the entire crew died in the first Oh, one well,
1: you know <laughs> if you so listen to the first one, we hope that maybe you have watched the first one before talking about hopefully us th- uh 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 brain <laughs> broken, oh no brain broken
0: <laughs> yeah you do you do have a different cast here you also have uh what's really. Mildly fascinating at first in this one and becomes very old and boring. you have to look at the surviving humans in the yeah. real world uh, <laughs> the the city the, yeah the city of Zion, thank you, I was forgetting its name. When you first see Zion and when you first see the people in it, it's kind of oh, fascinating. Yeah. It's like, oh wow, this is you know the last last remnant of uh, human society that's kind yeah. of interesting. The longer that the movie stays in Zion the more wildly bored i get yeah yeah <laughs> it's really that's stupid true. In, the, in the human i appreciate
1: <laughs> what they're trying to do very much reminds me of like Waterworld yeah. water world underground and yeah, and I yeah like kinda. that and there's probably a better example of people like actually underground <laughs>
0: in <cinema>. yeah but <laughs> <laughs>
1: it reminded me of water world for some reason maybe
0: no i, I can i can yeah, see it uh, makes you sense. know and
1: there's some definitely some good amount of time between this film and that but i would say that that type of film definitely influenced the Wachowski sisters
0: the the production design in particular feels very like uh i don't know if rustics the right word D- dirty. dirty i guess yeah. maybe is like yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah, like it's apocalyptic. You know, you see something that's just like, oh, yeah, that's a gas can, but they're using it for aesthetic. Yeah. It's nice. <laughs> it's like, whoever whoever lives there is like, look at my gas look at can. This, look at this thing <laughs> this we got. that will never degrade. I found it. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it's <lovely. laughs> I put soil on it. I don't know why, but I did. It's there. <laughs> uh, yeah, Zion, it, it becomes more, again, uh, we'll talk next week, uh, we're already previewing, I'm, I, at least I'm previewing hard by feelings for the third movie, but we'll talk Zion more in the third episode, because it becomes more of a problem yeah. in the third uh, film of the franchise. Yeah. Uh, but here, what's presented is mostly enjoyable for, for at least the first like two acts. It's kind of interesting when you see the... The political side of, you know, what's, what's remaining Mm -hmm. of humanity because the machines are, I I don't remember, is this film years later after the first one? It's at least sometime
1: later because, uh, real life Neo has hair.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's right. That's right. He does. Yes. (laughs) It's kind of (laughs) off-putting. And him and, uh, Trinity have a, uh, have a better relationship now. They're more, um, more of a couple than they were in the last one. The last one, they were just, like, you know, falling in love because they're a badass. And, and the, and the that's Oracle awesome. said so. Yeah, it's true, too. Yeah. Guiding fate. The, the Oracle has another big part in this, yes. too, because uh, I, don't re- I don't remember what's going on in the Matrix world specifically. I know that Agent Smith is back, but now he is back as kind of a virus he's, for the he computer is also.
1: Yeah, he's on Rogue. Uh, yeah in in the first one his interaction with neo kind of awakened him uh in
0: some way, yeah it opened his yes. eyes he could see the code yes. and and rewrite it He's and like it's, it's so really to, fascinating to
1: neo's the one Smith is like the anti one, I feel like especially in yeah. these next two films
0: right and and to go off of that like i I feel bad because there's not really much to synopsize, i i can't think of it really except that the machines are coming to zion to destroy zion and Zion's just rallying to to survive this big hit right and you know and they they believe they believe neo can help them stop it of course because he's the one but the problem is when neo's in the matrix he's constantly being attacked right. by by smith popping so up up something
1: that happens that is like a rule of the world that isn't really explained with all the explanation that they put in this movie i I don't feel like it is Mm. clearly stated that they can't i don't think they can jack in in Zion in zion because i think there is no signal there on purpose to hide it right so i think that's why the ships have to go out because when they jack in they put out a signal And then the machines can find them eventually. So Morpheus, he keeps on pushing for uh, him and Neo and the crew of the Nebuchadnezzar to keep on going into the Matrix. And I don't remember exactly for the purpose. And I think that is a fault of the movie. There's so much exposition that you just can't hold it all in, unfortunately.
0: I wholeheartedly agree. I remember the big scenes right. and those are enough to keep all the pieces of the film right. together, but all that like intricate matter in between that's, you know, it, it's just lost. Yeah. There's just, there's so much to this film that I'm, I'm in total agreement with you. You just, you can't remember it. I've, like I've watched it many right. times and it's still, I, it's just, and yeah, I wish I would
1: have watched it again, closer to our actual recording date because I wanted to, watch all three of the movies before i watched the fourth one and we had a time limit on the fourth one unless we wanted to find some way to pay for it which we didn't (laughs) (laughs) yeah we're
0: cheap (laughs) bastards (laughs) uh
1: yeah i mean we do the show for free essentially so you know and if you think that we shouldn't do it for free you can visit us at patreon.com slash green faceless and and check out the tiers there
0: what was that? You you said it once, and I I think I repeated you once, but I keep forgetting it. But it's just it, you know, just two bucks a month. Yeah, you know, it's the as, as they say, it's the price of a cup of coffee or whatever. It's even cheaper than a fucking cup of coffee. All those people out there who get Starbucks yeah. every day, just decide one day you're just gonna get a cookie or just the drink. Like you know, just buy a, yeah. buy a smaller size drink and then just or the drip, donate that Drink
1: coffee costs like two nineteen or something like that. Yeah,
0: yeah, Jesus Christ, like, save yourself 19 just cents, make it just donate it to us one day.
1: Pay us on patreon.com. Dude, that's a losing, it's a losing battle, I've <laughs> tried,
0: Excellent. tried so fucking hard, I know so many people who get Starbucks every single day, and I'm like, what is wrong <laughs> with you? You can buy all the product and have the exact same thing at home, you'll save so right much money. now, and it's just like, I know I'm... In this mug, I have, well, it's Folgers,
1: but that's not... That's not typical, but <laughs> to disguise the Folgers, I have some oat milk because the, the dairy milk I think bothers me a little bit and right. some raspberry syrup and it's very good. It tastes like I bought it at a shop and it's Folgers. Exactly. Don't buy Folgers though. Yeah. I, that was like a really, I needed more coffee and went to the convenience store. Yeah. But, we're not sponsored. Yeah. Not, not sponsored, sponsored by, by Folgers. Folgers and Honestly, sorry, you know, folders um, and those who drink it out there. It's fine. It's fine. It's whatever.
0: This isn't an entirely a true statement either, but it, but you're drinking out of a green and faceless mug, so you can get a green and faceless mug. <laughs> yes, if you, <laughs> you're not actually. You, if fun. you're willing to go to our
1: top tier, you get a t-shirt and a mug uh, after three months. and
0: it's a good, it's a good mug. It's I a nice looking like mug. mug. It's got our. I it's got, mine. Yeah. It's got my face and your lack of a face on it. It's really nice. It's the, yeah.
1: The logo for the show,
0: your show. Yeah. <laughs> the show, this show that we Okay, do. so I
1: was talking about Morpheus and he he keeps on, so because they know this oncoming attack is coming, the general of the fleet or the admiral, whatever, who, who played him? A very, a very
0: recognizable do 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 do. face that I always forget what he's from. Do.
1: Looking in a thing for the characters, and and they're not in any order.
0: You know, I can do this now, too, because thanks to uh, listeners of the show and good friends of mine, I want to give them a shout-out. I believe they go by Fee and Vector Wolf. I've been approved on saying those names. Uh, they helped me build a computer, so I have a much oh, better yay. computer now to record on. You know what? We're both So now cool. I could look up cas too. You two. can.
1: Um, we're both on new tech today. I'm on it's my nice. laptop it's because nice. for some reason, my computer would not load up at all.
0: It's okay. Some days they need to rest. Some days
1: they do need to rest. I think it's Locke is the character's name, but I'm looking for...
0: Yes, Harry Lennox Locke.
1: Harry. That is
0: correct. So, anyways. Even to say Harry Joseph Lennox the third.
1: <laughs> so, you mentioned that there's a lot of politics in this movie. So, yeah. Harry Lennox, Commander Locke, wants all of the fleet at, at Zion to defend for the oncoming attack. Which, you know, good smart general thinking. But Morpheus is right. convinced that he and Neo need to be in the Matrix doing something. And I feel like there's a little bit of Neo not really knowing what he's supposed to do. He was was never comfortable being considered the one. Still doesn't necessarily believe it.
0: Well, I mean, the Oracle told... Like, I know, again, uh, 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 it's spoilers for the first one. But she told him in the first one what he needed right. to hear, we will right. say... And and based on what he was told, he doesn't entirely believe that he is the one. You know, he believes he's, he's just, just capable, fucking good yeah. at the Matrix. Yeah, <laughs> he just fucking gets it, man. Gets it. He's in deep with the with the code. He gets
1: it. And because of him, Smith gets it. And that's just not a good idea.
0: Uh-oh. But it's not good. So he's got to get rid of the so virus.
1: Not only does Morpheus go against the command of the commander he also eventually gets the approval from the council to do what he's doing and eventually another ship goes out and joins him so commander Locke really just has very little control over the fleet in general yeah uh and he's very frustrated about it and that's his character
0: yeah and for the movie purposes like it it makes sense you you kind of feel for his character because he is just trying to protect the city yeah damn it. you know he's yeah. just like this is this is what you guys have tasked me to do, and you're trying to remove all of my defenses and but then at the same time you're left like it's a, it's all it's all a move of faith, yeah. and he and doesn't like that
1: so i I appreciate his character for that because he's the character of reason in a movie about
0: faith <laughs> And and I feel for him. I feel for him really yeah. freaking hard. <laughs> but I do. I do want to mention while while you're talking with my new ability of looking uh-huh. up the cast, uh, Harry Lennox, who plays Link, he was John Johns in the Justice League, the the Snyder Cut of Justice. Oh, League. really? Marshman. Okay. Man Hunter.
1: Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now I yeah. kind of really want to see that movie. I was like, I I think that would be good. Yeah. I mean, I remember him in. The Snyder Cut. I just mean a movie for Martian Dragon right. Hunter. Like, why not? What about the story of, like, how he got to Earth? That'd be cool. That'd be great.
0: That'd be interesting. Because I feel like yeah. he's and too connected to, to Justice
1: League to have a modern setting movie all to himself.
0: Yeah, they just Captain Marvel yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. It's a decent idea. We'll pitch it. They're probably like, we already got God, that at work, dumbass. Did you look at her timeline? <laughs> <laughs> <a> fucking alien. <laughs> You're an alien. You would think you would care what other alien movies are about. <laughs> Aren't or what you are worried about your representation? <laughs> <laughs> well, I do want to say, with uh, since we're talking about Faith, or, or we were on that, yeah. you know, Brushing by that subject again, it's very obvious that Neo is a a Christ right. figure, but in this film, I actually got more of the like a harder hitting Aaron and Moses vibe because especially with uh with Morpheus because Morpheus is like the yeah, Aaron figure the shepherd because he's doing yeah. all the big speeches yeah he's 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 gathering everybody in the city he's in he's in, inspiring them and enlightening them. And then, and then he kind of just like points, and you know, he's like, "We got the one here," you know. And Neo's doing all these crazy yeah. actions, you know. And Moses is just like, "Yeah, I can turn sticks into snakes." And it's like, "Oh wow!" <laughs> it, it's, I mean, I know the the Jesus, um, the the Christ metaphor rings much much more right. true, of course. But right. that was the vibe I got, especially in this film, because there are a lot of uh, Morpheus speech yes. moments, and that, it's great. I do yeah. love, I love Lawrence and Fishburne goes, giving a speech. And he goes
1: out. So, in this metaphor, Neo is the tablets, and he broke them in the first movie, (laughs) (laughs) and then got them back.
0: Uh (laughs) Uh, So, so Fishburne is actually still just Moses? There's no Aaron, it's just
1: Moses? (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, uh, Commander Commander Locke is Moses, but they kind of did a little twist on it, where he's more of using oh, okay. reason is like we, we gotta we gotta stick here. We gotta stop stop reaching for the, the heights. The golden calf is uh the defensive position that he wants. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I do I do appreciate the I don't know, the the themes of this film. There are a lot of themes. Yeah. And again, there's a little too much of it, but I like it. This film at least furthers all of like the analogies that they set right. up in the first one or the metaphors or whatever the fuck they are in the first one. There is a lot more with the programs. Like the programs are
1: very important yeah. to this movie. We get such characters as the Keymaker and... Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, like he the was maker. fun and they try to rescue him from the... Frenchman. I don't remember what the guy's actual name was. It was some weird, something with an M.
0: I was think. not the Frenchman?
1: No, it's not ju-
0: Monsieur. No, Monsignor.
1: No, no. <laughs> it was had like a G in it too.
0: Do 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 Played by Lambert Wilson. Yeah.
1: There you are. God,
0: Hugo Weaving has a beard yes, in, his, in this cast that. photo that I'm looking at. It's very yeah. sexy. He looks good.
1: Uh, Lambert Wilson plays a program. So you kind of also find out that there was like older versions of the Matrix. I think they already mentioned that in the first one. Right. Uh, actually. And they were like, yeah, we tried to uh, make yeah. it like a utopia and you guys just didn't accept it like (laughs) you humans are fucked
0: (laughs) (laughs) you guys guys are stupid (laughs) you like violence and we're all just like yeah Yeah. we do
1: (laughs) can we get more bullet time that shit's cool (laughs) so anyhow this is he's from a past version and a lot of the uh uh programs we deal with are i believe the oracle is as well and also his wife persephone which is you know an interesting choice if you know the story of hades and persephone uh because she does kind of feel trapped in the relationship and she helps them out you get that vibe a little bit we'll we'll just say that I don't want to get too much into it, because yeah. that's kind of the fun part of the movie, I think. Even though it is wholly confusing, agreed. Because they do a lot of weird Matrix shit and you know open doors to places that don't exist.
0: Right. Yeah, the keymaker is awesome because he has that ability. Yeah. He can just just world hop basically, and it's 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 very fascinating. And I, I agree with you when the when the film starts the outside of the matrix stuff with zion and everything is interesting it's very enjoyable to watch and then it gets kind of a little old and boring but whenever they go back to the matrix it's really fun and yeah. awesome there's a lot of always fun scenes and the the scene with the merovingian he has two twin uh programs also oh, yeah.
1: I don't know. Well, I don't know even what they, they were might... called. I don't know. Oh, either. they're just called twin. They're just called twin. Uh,
0: Neil Raymond and Adrian Raymond. Twin one and twin two. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's nice. Well. <laughs> but yeah, they are uh, They are very fun. They're like wraith-like yes. beings. They can like, they, they, t- they, they go transparent, basically. They're translucent. Yes. You can still see them, but they're like electrified. I don't know. And they
1: have dreadlocks for some reason.
0: Yeah, they do. They do have dreadlocks, yeah. But their their scene is very fascinating. There's a really awesome car, scene, uh, car chase scene on a bridge right. that goes on for fucking ever. Right. That scene's great. There's another scene early on in the movie where uh, Neo goes to the Oracle to get some answers. Right. And they have a long conversation and the Oracle leaves. And when the Oracle leaves, here comes like a thousand fucking Agent Smiths. Yeah. And the CGI is bad It's in that really scene, bad. It's like
1: the worst CGI it's really in the bad. series. It, it is so bad. So I'm like, bad. why did they think that but would I still, be a good idea?
0: Well, I mean, it's 2003. Like, it's it's kind of decent CGI for 2003. That's true. They're, Not great, but... I, I yeah. feel
1: like, like they knew they weren't fooling anybody, but they are like, what's... I feel like one day somebody was having fun with the physics generator that they were using... And right. they just right. put a thousand copies of Smith in there and it really janked up the GPU to, And <laughs> to be fair
0: a lot of them you can tell are stunt doubles so oh. there there are moments where you can get where you get the clearly this is CGI where like Neo will come in he'll like jump up on a pole and then everything will like slow down right. and everything like all the faces will get kind of blurred Even and you're he like okay blurry. this is 100% yeah. computer but there, there are many moments where you can see that the bodies are, the builds are different and it's just a stuntman and that it's just uh, Keanu Reeves surrounded by like 15 to 20 stuntmen and just like, it's, it's great. Like, you know, one of them is Hugo Weaving because he was also there doing <laughs> his scenes. But like, it's, I don't know. I, I really love that scene. Even though the CGI is wonky as fuck, that scene uh, is so it fun. It's, it's hilarious just to sick. watch Neo. What? It makes me a little motion sick, I think. Yeah, there's there is a little bit too much blur going on. But, I don't know. I I, I love that scene. It's, it's really fun to just watch Neo just unleash. And it's a good yeah. gamer moment, too. Yeah, it feels like, like <laughs> a video game.
1: And, <laughs> and in fact, bad. I'm sure it yeah. was
0: directly ripped into the video game. Probably. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> it's just like, it's a challenge. It's like, defeat the Thousand Smiths.
1: <gasps> and then you can't do it, and they... And they make you do it, like, three times before they're like, okay, you can continue now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and you just get pissed off the whole time. You're like, that's
1: bullshit!
0: (laughs) (laughs) But no, I love every scene that they go into the Matrix. It's really fun. When they're outside of the Matrix, I'm a little bored. You do get um, some good moments outside of the Matrix, especially with Zion. And then uh, later on, um, there's a character named Bane. Who is part of the, I don't know if he's the Nebuchadnezzar crew, but he, he's basically like a Hugo weaving lookalike. It's not Hugo weaving, but it's somebody who looks like Hugo weaving. I
1: think that's in the third movie. No, he's in the, he's, he's in the in second one. one. He gets,
0: he goes into the, yeah, he goes into the Matrix in this one. And when he is about to be called out, when he's about to be uh, removed out of the Matrix, Agent Smith shows up and changes him into an Agent Smith. Uh, and then he answers the phone, and when he comes back into the real world, he is—he's there. He is, he is, it's Bane, but he speaks like Hugo Weaving and kind of acts like Hugo Weaving, and it's—it's it's a very good setup for what's going to happen in the third one. Uh, um, Whether the third one pulls it off, of course, we'll talk about that next week. But just to give him his credit, excuse me. Yes, please. I don't uh, know. am Bliss
1: played Bane. And Thank he does you. a very good job of acting yeah. like Hugo weaving.
0: yeah, he does. he really does because there there are moments where like I could almost sit there and think, this could be really good prosthetic work, and that could be Hugo weaving, just with like right. some prosthetics on his face to like make it him, but no it, it's a it's a great job. I don't know if he gets much credit for what he does, but I
1: doubt it because it feels like the Hugo weaving <laughs> character. That's how good of a job he does yeah yeah which, uh, and, and it's yeah. and it's used as dramatic irony for the next movie because you know there's something going on with bang right um, I forgot that it started in this movie though for sure.
0: yeah this movie has that that very fun final shot where uh I, I will say that near the end the in the climax there is an EMP that goes off. Mm um I won't give away what happens when that goes off or why it goes off or what's going on there but in the aftermath of that both neo and bane are in comas and there's this this final shot where they're both uh on the like on on an operating mm. table kind of thing they're not dead or anything but they're on that the surgical tables and it, it just pans from Neo and it's just like, they're both trapped in the, in the matrix or whatever. Right. And it's just like panning up Neo and then it hits Bane and it's just like the music goes uh, like, uh, <laughs> cause um, it's just like, Oh shit. <laughs> or something like that. It's, Before inception ruined. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's a good setup. I really enjoyed it. And it's, it, it's helpful because both of these films, the. The second and the third matrix came out in the same year, oh really, so it's like it's a good setup when it's just like, yeah, where yeah, I think uh, I think Matrix Reloaded came out in the spring, and then the other one came out like six months later in the fall is a dumb decision,
1: maybe they just wanted to make a four hour movie in the studio was like, no. <laughs>
0: I, I feel like I feel like that might have been it. Like I think the Lukasks were like, we don't really want to do another Matrix, and they're like, no, you gotta do another Matrix. They and just wrote so they way too much. It. They're like, well, if we are, <laughs> yeah, it's like if you if we are gonna do it, we're gonna make it a big fucking epic. And then the studio was like, cut it in half and add thirty more minutes onto that third one. Uh, and they're like, what oh, happened. damn it, <laughs> they're gonna ruin it. I don't uh, I don't know at all <laughs> if that is the case, but that's just how it seems. That's it how it seems seem to me. Way a
1: little bit. Let's see. I feel like there's a couple of characters that we should talk about. First off, I think we got to mention Niobe. We were talking about her before we even recorded and I don't think we mentioned her at all. Yeah. Uh so yeah, it's, uh, it's... Jada Pinkett Smith, sorry, you wanted to say.
0: No, I was I was uh I was just going to say it was funny to me because uh l- this Thursday coming up later this week just to give a brief uh spoiler for our next episode. We're gonna have a Will Smith threesome, yeah. And I thought it was hilarious that yeah. just just by happenstance we did not plan this, but just by happenstance we're talking Jada Pinkett Smith in this episode. That is pretty. <laughs> funny. I was just like, that's nice. You know,
1: I'm trying to think of movies that I've seen where she's like the lead character, and I can't. Yeah. Think of anything? She was I can't Fish eye- Mooney. She's always Fish Mooney does have a pretty big part in Gotham.
0: Yeah, I never watched all of that.
1: Me either, but there is some weird stuff. I watched uh, like three seasons of it, and I think it has like a fifth or
0: sixth. Oh, she's in uh, Knives Out 2 coming up. That's oh, nice. Oh, cool.
1: I didn't know they were making a sequel to
0: that. I did like it. Yeah, that I'm excited for it. She was also in Ali, which we're going to talk about. I
1: wonder if they'll focus. <laughs> I'm sure they're going to focus on the Inspector character, but I really enjoyed the leading lady in that. The leading actor in that. We're going to cut all that in and then we'll do just the <laughs> correct one.
0: She... The leading actor would be Daniel Craig.
1: <laughs> well, I know, but I really felt like she was the protagonist. There we go. The protagonist of that movie. I can't remember all the right. actor's name. That's yeah. the only reason.
0: Was it Was it Anadara Moss? Maybe. We might have to cut that out, because that might not be it either. <laughs> <laughs> out it's the most searching up episode yeah i have power now <laughs> too big of a cast i don't remember who all right skip it we're names. not talking about
1: knives out we gotta finish talking about we're not we didn't even talk about niobe so niobe and um morpheus they they had a thing in the past
0: but when he got do.
1: so into this one nonsense, after yeah. he visited the Oracle and she told him that he was going to find the one, uh, Niobe was like, nah, this is too much. Too much more. <laughs> and so she...
0: She ain't digging the religion.
1: She moves on and now she's with Commander uh Locke. And I almost said Link. And that brings me to the next character I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, I'm trying to run through it real quick because we're already like uh, 40 minutes.
0: I know, I know. I uh, like your segues, though. That's
1: nice. <laughs> uh, so Link is their new like computer person. I believe it was either Tank. No, it wasn't Tank. It was um we'll call him Tonk. It was Tank's brother Tonk. <laughs> 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 Um, on, he's like on, their that. brother-in-law or something and it's played by harold Paranew. is that how you say his name
0: that, that's a, as best as we're gonna get harold Perrineau. Perrineau. yeah maybe Perrineau. it's it's michael from yes, lost
1: yeah and so we've talked about him uh before and he is an important character from this movie on yeah they, he he's the, the one the B plot is all about his family and, it's, and that's uh, kind
0: of when it starts to get boring. No offense yeah, to his character, but like. It, it doesn't
1: have much bearing until the third movie.
0: And like, him and uh, I can't remember. There's another character on the Nebuchadnezzar. It might have just been Lawrence Fishburne when they're like shooting at the machines at the end. Oh, I like don't they're know. having the Star Wars gun yeah. scene. When, but like, they get stuck with like the most boring jobs in the real world, which make no sense. Like, one of my biggest problems with the Matrix films. Whenever they're jacked into the matrix, you always have the controller in the real world watching everything. Right. What the fuck are they looking at? They're
1: like looking when at you the see code. the screen,
0: it's ju- it's just yeah, it's just code. They know how but to read it. They're just like they're it. all wild. But they're all it, it makes no sense. They're all wild when when like Neo does something like crazy fucking yeah. awesome in the code, and like all all I can imagine is the code is just like. If Neo jumps, then, like, they'd all <laughs> die. It's crazy, right? And then they're just like, whoa, he, he fucking did it. Like, uh, to us, yeah, to us visually watching him perform all these crazy stunts, it is wowing. Uh-huh. But then when you when you cut to cut to Link in the real world, just, like, looking at a computer and going, like, oh, my God. Yeah. And,
1: and like, and like You're the, just
0: reading code.
1: The really funny <laughs>
0: thing about it
1: is that... 2003 i'm pretty sure that our future would have graphic cards that could interpret this code right
0: <laughs> something <laughs> something that they could have like an actual visual of it oh uh, it's just it, it seems it's it's very silly and like i get it i know you know you always have that in like the car chase scenes where you'll cut to the cop with the one-liner like batman uh the dark right. knight has like 10 of those and they're all very annoying but it's just like it's funny the audience gets a good laugh out of it right. and that's what his scenes are it's nice but it's just weird it, it, yeah. it really just weirds me out when I rewatch watch yeah. it so many times I'm just like what are you screaming and about
1: I thought like they they talk as if both those characters from the first movie are dead and I could have sworn that the programmer uh, character Tong. survive
0: i'm so sorry i forget (laughs) i don't i don't um not not to spoil it at all but i don't think he survived because i think he got attacked by yeah he got attacked by the the traitor guy um Uh not to spoil it there's a traitor or who that (laughs) traitor is but it's a guy uh, <laughs> cuz i already said that much but he gets attacked by that guy and then before he dies his last act is to kill that guy to save them right. in the matrix but
1: i, I thought think. he was talking to neo and trinity
0: after they came back i don't, I don't know man movie magic he's dead movie now magic, that's all that he's matters dead now. So. He didn't survive his wounds. They couldn't get the actor back. Honestly, or something. yeah,
1: Zion. Though you know, I'm sure Zion medicine is pretty bad. So,
0: I can yeah, imagine yeah, it, him doesn't, back, it doesn't look like it would be great quality. <laughs> Even the sex
1: scenes are weird. <laughs> All right, there is one more character I wanted to talk about that I didn't mention when we talked about the programs, and that's Seraph. Right, he's kind of a protector. Of the Oracle, and right. it is played by Colin Chow, and he's a very interesting character, and he does a lot to help the crew of the Nebuchadnezzar when they're inside the Matrix get to their goal and uh he has an even bigger role in the third part, so I wanted yeah
0: to- I love his stoicness. He just wears these like yes. awesome sunglasses, and he's just like always hands like clasped down at his at his chest height you know right. it's, it's very nice he's very uh he he is the one character. that
1: seems i feel like played up the
0: program part of the
1: character the
0: most right yeah, yeah. He is very kind of dead not dead pan but you know what i mean when right. i say that it, like a very... little
1: a little emotionless uh and it really there, works you That's
0: the word. because yeah, you can does. also it's see good. that
1: there is a personality behind seraph so i i really appreciate his character right. so i want to make sure he got mentioned
0: We got. I know we're running. I know we're running along, but there is one other program I want to talk about that we get a brief hint at. That's the architect. Yes, that's the 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 overall program. program. Yeah, I don't want to say too much either. I do just want to say uh, the actor is Helmut or Helmut uh, and it's just uh, there is that is where a lot of the (laughs) movie falls apart for some people. I would I would imagine. That is uh, sure. the part where most people probably tune out from the story altogether. I, I feel with the whole franchise, we're like, the most okay, interesting part I'm done personally. But I I agree. I I enjoy the themes of it, of uh, especially of that meeting between Neo and the architect. Yeah. Having seen it four or five times, I still don't really know everything or understand no, everything that's going no, on. It, it
1: makes it very little sense, but intentionally. Yeah very it's like, a lot, he it's fucks a lot with of like me nonsensical mind, uh, like when yeah. They
0: finally meet. yeah and it, it it does it does beleaguer the brain a little bit i will say yeah. <laughs> but it's i don't know i enjoy it but i i understand that that's a that's the part where a lot of people tend to to step away from the matrix franchise and be like i'm done <laughs>
1: yeah i i would imagine so uh so closing statement wise I give it a face. It's a, a fun mm. watch. Fucks with your head a little bit. It's just so goddamn hard to remember everything that happens in it. But I have more of a problem yeah. with that in the third movie than I do with this one. And I probably will it's re-watch so it dense. sometime this week
0: because the third <laughs> one. Because I there's just not Oof. enough I remember. Yeah. Best of luck, because I'm I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a that's a hard no for me, dog. My closing statement though for, for Matrix Reloaded is I think it's a very fun sequel. Yeah. I, I don't think it's it comes anywhere near its its predecessor. The predecessor yeah. is still on a way higher rung of the ladder, but it still gets three stars. It's it's a lot of fun. I love the fights. Everybody's still doing the same kind of acting job, which is just perfect for this type of film. So yeah, it's you know, if you if I watch the first one, as I said, I typically watch the second one. It's not there as good, go. but it's still a lot of fun. So that's it. Uh, uh, that's that has that been us for this week. Uh, not for this whole week, I guess. Just for Monday. We'll Just be back for Monday. This, uh, this yeah. Thursday. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it, it's our last
0: recording of the week. Well, this is, this is the <laughs> last day that we don't give them. Don't give day. them behind the scenes. They gotta pay for that. <laughs> oh, okay. They gotta pay for the behind the scenes. All right, all right. I'll
1: bleep it. I'll okay. bleep it out. Uh, and we'll also add behind the scenes stuff on
0: Patreon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, until we uh, uh, fulfill all of our promises there, <laughs> I am the Green Traveler from Gorsh.
1: And I am the Faceless Leon. Thanks for listening. Safe travels. And good night. Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of Fiction Works 19 If you like the show, please show your support by rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Like, follow, subscribe, wherever you might listen. We also now have a Patreon account. If you feel so inclined to support us in a financial manner, please become a patron by visiting patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. You can also find more information about us on our Facebook account or on the FictionWorks19 Instagram account. Thank you so much for listening.